Right. If you'd like a voice that's easy, expressive and human, if you want to deliver your words in a way that really makes your listener feel something, you know, and if you want a clearer voice during hay fever season, cold and flu season and even... Yikes, I've sung too loud at a Bon Jovi concert season. (laughs) Then join me for Mouth to Mic. It's my new online voice training programme that comes with its own private community of voice gigs, just like you. For all the info, head over to bit.ly forward slash mouth to mic. That's bit.ly forward slash mouth to mic. It's the Voice Coach Podcast with me, Nick Redman, your own personal voice geek ready to guide you through getting the most out of your speaking voice. If you use your voice for a living as an actor, podcaster, voice artist, speaker or presenter, then this is the podcast for you. Let's crack on. Ah, welcome back. Come on, let's have a drink together. I always have the urge to blow over my bottle like some kind of um, child. (laughs) Today on the Voice Coach podcast, we're going to talk about popping plosives. Uh, (laughs) They come up a lot on the mic, don't they? They're that kind of explodey sound that happens when you make mainly a purr, but we're going to discuss it a wee bit because people have popped into my inbox quite a bit with these recently. So here we go. Let's start with, there are things you can do on the microphone to make it kind of easier and not pop, but that's not what I'm here, love. I'm here to give you the voice cure. (laughs) That's a big claim, isn't it? I'm here to help you reduce plosives at uh, source rather than rely on trickstery mic techniques like playing across the mic or putting a pencil in front of your lips to kind of break that flow of air or holding your finger in front of your mouth, like, who can be bothered with that? And don't always have a pencil. So let's think a little bit about why they happen to start with. So the pops generally happen on plosive consonants. And we we did touch a little bit on those in episode 47 and 62. So we won't go into too much detail, but just for a quick recap, the plosive is the consonant that's made by essentially exploding the air out of your mouth. And, you know, I mean, when you put it like that, it doesn't seem too mad that sometimes the pop happens. To make a plosive, basically, the airflow coming from the lungs and through the vocal folds has to be fully stopped in the vocal tract in some way. So it literally can't get any further for a millisecond. And then the sound is produced, the recognisable speech sound is produced when the airflow is then subsequently released. So we get what's called a stop phase and a release phase. And that's what makes the sound that the listener would recognise. So, for example, the sounds p, b, t, d, k and g. And the word plosive refers to the explosive nature of the release after that stop phase. Like if you make a p, you'll notice your lips come together and you don't actually get the p sound that we recognise until the airflow is released after that stop. And the pop happens on the mic during the release phase or the explosion. So when that explosion or release phase hits the mic in too dramatic a way or too fast, which, you know, can be because of mic sensitivity or placement. So if you are super duper poppy all the time, super duper poppy, there's a tongue twister, then do check your mic placement as well. But it's mainly because, you know, we get a wee bit overexcited during our plosive release phase. 
So instead of relying on mic placement or silly tricks with pencils or fingers or whatever, the sort of technique way of dealing with it is to tackle it at source where the sound is created, i.e. those lips. Gives a nice smooch. <laughs> now we can do that by exploring how much well, how much vigour, really, that we need when releasing that sound in relation to how much vigour we are using at the moment when we release that sound. As with most things in voice, it's an ease thing. You know, can we form and release the plosives with more ease? Chill it out. And in order to do that, we need to look at two main things in the creation of that consonant. So we're going to experiment with what our plosives currently feel like. This is where you get into the doing part, my dear. So if you're driving, don't do this. <laughs> in joining in with this, if it is safe to do so, if not, just pop it on hold there or listen and come back to it later. You're going to put a hand up in front of your face and say the following twister, which has definitely the most popular plosive out there. It's the letter P, that cheeky little P. P. So Peter Piper picked a peck of pickled peppers. Say that into your hand. So your hands in front of your face, up straight, sort of fingers upwards, uh, bottom of the hand downwards. And it's almost like you're holding your hand parallel to your face. And just say, maybe um, in terms of distance, you're probably talking a couple of inches away. Maybe one inch, one and a half, two inches, whatever you're comfortable with. So you're going to say, Peter Piper picked a peck of pickled peppers. Now, what do you feel? you'll probably feel some air coming out and hitting your hand. We're going to think about two things. So the first thing is how tightly closed your lips are for that stop phase and then how much air you're actually using. Let's start with lip closure. So go to the extreme and try making that plosive but start with your lips really tightly together. Imagine that's your 10 out of 10. Peter Piper picked peck. This is one of those things that's going to be a joy to listen to if it's full of plosives, isn't it? <laughs> so that's your number 10 on a scale of 1 to 10. Have your lips as tensely closed as you can. Puh. Then go back to your first one where you are habitually when you say Peter Piper. Peter Piper picked and compare that to number 10. And then go right down to as if, as if you're going to take it back a few notches. Try and aim for one. Peter Piper pick to peck of pickled peppers. Like how loosely can you have your lips together and still get that nice plosive recognisable sound, the P. So we're playing around on that spectrum from one to ten. Ten, Peter, Peter, Peter. Where you are normally, Peter, Peter, Peter. And then go to your, well, one, two or three or just take it back a few notches depending on where your habitual one was. Peter, Peter. Peter, Peter. Next thing we're going to do is the same exercise, but with airflow. So think about how much air force you're actually putting in there to make that explosion happen, which, let's face it, is going to be directly related to the lip tension, really, because you're going to feel like you need more air to get through those lips if they're more tensely held together. But start at where your habitual one is. So let's have a look at that. Peter Piper picked a pack of pickled peppers and think about how much air it feels like you're getting through. Now I try to go to number 10 on your scale and really push too much air through. Peter Piper picked a pack of pickled peppers. <laughs> Reminds me of that weird scene from Friends where Joey's getting spat in the face by that other actor. Retro reference. <laughs> so that was your number 10. 
great. Now go to your habitual place and use the air that you feel like you usually use when you make a pee. Peter Piper picked a pack of pickled peppers. I think there's quite a bit of air coming through mine there that might not be needed. So next thing you're going to do is go back to number one or two or three or wherever feels comfortable. Just dial it back a few notches. Peter Piper picked a pack of pickled peppers. And just imagine there's less airflow coming through, but the air is still flowing forwards. It's still moving, just not quite as dramatically or as high a pressure. So then we're going to combine the two. So find your lowest number lips and airflow and see if you can still get your nice P sound. Peter, (laughs) I didn't put any airflow through there. I just went, "Hmm, yeah. Peter Piper picked a pack of pickled peppers. Peter Piper picked a pack of pickled peppers. How does that feel? Now, the approach to getting all this working well in your speech, of course, is practicing it in isolation like this, even with just the per, the t, the k sounds alone. And of course, the t and the k sounds are made with slightly different articulators. So the t is the tongue tip and the alveolar ridge, and the k is the velum or the soft palate and the back of the tongue. And those are the bits you need to focus on when we're thinking about the tension of that contact. So rather than lips like it was for the purr, you'd be thinking, how tightly is my tongue tip on my alveolar ridge for the tur, And how tightly are my soft palate and my tongue together for the cur? So you'd work through them in isolation, have a wee play. Then you'd put them in tongue twisters like Peter Piper, Keter Kiker, <laughs> Tater Titer, or actual useful tongue twisters that make more sense. And then you'd blend them back into the words you've got to record. And that's the longer term, sustainable approach to reducing plosives consistently in your speech. Now look, I'm also going to give you a quick fix because sometimes we're on a dodgy mic or sometimes you don't have time to think about it or your voice is being weird or, you know, you're being asked to put so much into the read that the plosives are kind of unavoidable. You can try this trick, but I want to reiterate that it's not a long term solution. So the quick trick is... Think inwards when you're saying words with the plosives in, as if the airflow is coming back in the mouth. Peter Piper picked a pack of pickled peppers. Peter Piper picked a pack of pickled peppers. So try that. How does it feel thinking inwards? You can even sort of mime with your hand, your finger coming back towards your face and down into your stomach. That's if you're a kinesthetic person and like you like you like choreography with your voice tricks. <laughs> I do, but maybe that's just me. Like I said, I don't recommend it long term as I don't like the image of the airflow coming in when it should be coming out when we speak. It makes me feel a bit tense. But if you are using it as an on the spot quick fix, you know, with full awareness that it may cause a wee bit of tension, then I don't see the issue using it once or twice uh, the odd time. So there we go. That's the plosives situation. I hope that helps. Let me know. I'm always available on the old DMs if you want to slide in there and let me know how you're getting on. You can get me on Instagram at Nick Red Voice. Also, big exciting news this week in Nick Redman Voice HQ is that I've given my newsletter a wee rejig. I've given it a title and it's got proper structure now and it's very exciting and I'm looking forward to making it really useful and interesting and a little bit funny. So if you don't want to have FOMO, which you shouldn't because nobody wants the FOMO, make sure you head to my website, nickredmanvoice.com and put your wee name on the list. It comes every couple of weeks. It's got a link to this 
podcast and the latest episode, any other podcast I'm involved with. It's also going to have wee voice tips in it. It's going to be the first place that I announce all of my brilliant super things if you're interested in training and any other kind of exciting things that are coming up soon. I don't know. Have I been creating something in the background? Maybe. Um, so if you want to hear about everything first, then pop your wee name down. Promise it's not annoying. It's actually really useful. I'm just going to say that. So if you're interested in helping your voice and having a wee bit of fun with me in the newsletter, which has a very, very great title. <laughs> I'm not going to tell you about it, though. You need to put your name down. Alrighty, I'll shush now and uh, move on to whatever else is happening today. Hope you've enjoyed this. I hope you find yourself less poppy and do let me know how you get on. See you next time. Thanks for listening to the Voice Coach Podcast. For even more tips, tricks, exercises and general crack, head over to our Facebook community, The Voice and Accent Hub. Thanks again.